Uh, we are joined now by Tall Ferns basketball coach Guy Malloy, who's just picked his first squad for the Tall Ferns. Uh, welcome, and Guy. How hard is it to pick sixteen, just sixteen, for this camp? Yeah, look, it's always really difficult, and we've had to uh, take into account form in domestic competitions, so the Toehi League. Uh, but also players based in Australia have got different competitions going on. And then we had the recent um, Asia Cup, which was in Sydney, and and, uh, we looked at form across that tournament as well. So um, a good problem to have when you've got more depth and, and it's harder to pick. Yeah, I was going to say the geographical spread of not just basketball, of all of our sports, because we have some good players over playing college, as you say, in uh, in America. We've got players, uh, New Zealand players playing in the WNBL, uh, and then our local domestic people as well. So, how do you? There's probably some players that you're not going to be able to get to to work with between now and naming the squad for the Olympic qualifiers. Would that be right? Yeah, that's correct, Mark. But look, we've we preempt that, so we have a fairly uh, thorough process in place. So every player that that is in the Torfern squad has a um, has a performance plan that they take to the club or college, no matter where they're playing. And effectively, that gives us feedback on their level of conditioning and level of performance and all those things. So uh, although we can't bring everyone together until just before the Olympic qualifiers, we're, we're fairly uh, up to date with, um, with everybody's status. Uh, three potential debutantes. One in particular I wanted to talk about, McKenna Dale. She's 24. Um, she had a great season with the Toewe and she got, I think, something in her first game for them. She got over 30 points. Um, I love a shooting machine in the basketball team and I'd imagine a coach does as well. Well, it's been one of the things that we've had to um, really push for, try to develop and then identify within uh, the, the domestic basketball in New Zealand. So um, if you go back... Five or six years, we were having real issues to um, to find sharpshooters, and we certainly need them because we're normally outsized internationally. So, uh, yeah, McKenna's a really good addition to that. I think that there are some others that have really emerged with their three-point shooting ability, like Tara Reid, uh, Ezra McGoldrick, um, so some others as well. And, and um, hopefully that gives us enough firepower to, get through this next qualification stage. When, when you get these athletes who have been through an American system, um, how far advanced are they uh, in, in skill base, I guess, compared to their years for girls that haven't been through the American system? Uh, well, look, it, it's probably a little harder for those girls, I think, in some respects, because, <coughs> excuse me, the um, the NCAA rules are quite a bit different to the FIBA rules. Obviously, uh, the Olympics run under the, the FIBA rules. So I think it's uh, the adjustment the other way is a little bit more difficult for them back to the international game. Uh, so look, obviously, uh, Charlize Ledger-Walker and Taylor Dalton have been two important members of our squad um, so it, it does it does take a little bit of time for them to get used to again to the international ball and the professional athletes. Um, but yeah, look, the, certainly the the high level of competition that they get at college and the great crowds they play in front of it, it does prime them to to um, be mentally ready for the international stuff. So you've named a, an extended squad of sixteen. I understand it's going to be a squad of twelve that go to the Olympic qualifiers. 
but there, there's girls that would be in this squad who aren't available for this squad, etc. So this group of 16, what's on the cards for them in the near future? Yeah, so um, in about two weeks' time, there's a camp in uh, Auckland or North Shore for the New Zealand-based athletes. And so we'll really assess those players that are at that camp. We'll match that against the form of the players in Australia and in the uh, USA. And then probably around mid-December, we'll have to make a final call on the team. And uh, once once that happens, because of the, the competitions currently in place, we won't be able to bring or assemble the, the final team together until about a week before we leave. But we're very used to that. I mean, it's kind of the way things roll with with the national teams, uh, the preparation times are short. Uh, aside from a couple of debutantes, most of them are very familiar with our style of play. So it's sort of um, we plug them in and let them go. And uh, yeah, this, uh, where we're at with this tournament is a great opportunity because uh, if we can get through this uh, qualification process, then we land a spot at the Olympics. So it's pretty exciting, and everyone's highly motivated. What uh, you mentioned, we, we've struggled with tall timber uh, internationally, and we see some some very tall women uh, in the other international teams. How much do you have to adapt and and impart a New Zealand style, if you like, to try and to try and shock this this usually bigger opposition? Well, I think it starts with just a strong work rate and and some physicality and strength. So Penina Davidson has anchored our interior game for a number of years. So, I mean, at, at six feet, two inches, about 188, 190 centimetres. She gives away a lot of size internationally. Uh, it's always been the case, but she really does work very hard and she's a very effective interior player and very physical. And then around that, we've, we've really been working to identify some even taller, younger players uh, for example, we've got Rotoria Tamalo in the squad, so she's a 194 centimetre player, uh, but a bit of a bit of a baby, I suppose, experience-wise. But we we sort of feel like it's important to bring that age level of youth into the squad, just because the height and the wingspan make them more effective and important to the team than what they might necessarily be for domestic competition. Are you, are you getting enough international competition when you have such a, a massive qualifier because Paris is on, on everyone's minds now in a, in a lot of sports? Are you getting enough meaningful competition? Are these in-camp games, are, are they enough or would you like a little bit more? I think we're getting all we can possibly get because the February qualification tournament in the world basketball calendar is in a difficult spot. Uh, because the European leagues are all playing full-time. The Australian League, which is a professional league, is also going full-time. So we can't pull players out of those leagues a month beforehand kind of thing. So we can only really get them. We have to barter, negotiate to even get a week, and uh, that's very commonplace. That's what we're used to. So it would be great to say, Hey, we're in camp for a month beforehand, and we play international tournaments. But just because of the uh, the world fixture, it's just not possible. 
Talking to Guy Malloy, head coach of the Tall Ferns. The one thing that the Tall Ferns have got that no other team has got, though, Guy, apart from your expert coaching, is the black singlet and the silver fern. What's what's that? What does that do for the girls when you get your final 12 together, you meet for the first time? I mean, we see it with the Kiwis in the rugby league. We see it with the Seven Sisters in, in the seven, Sevens rugby. What's that feeling like when the final 12 come together, the singlets get handed out? What's that like? Oh, it's an amazing feeling and, and definitely I've seen, I've been the head coach of the program since 2018 and every time the girls pull that singlet on, they do literally grow a foot and all of them talk about their representation for their country and in the black singlet has been the pinnacle of their careers and uh, yeah, I, I think that the, the things that we're talking about with being smaller and, and perhaps not as well resourced and whatever else those things I kind of used mentally in a way that uh, okay, that's what we overcome, and which is really typical of of the you know spirit of the nation stuff that takes uh, takes everyone so far. So it's it's absolutely the same thing. And as I said, the the girls all really uh, talk about this as as peak experience for them. Yep, and David beat Goliath. Never forget that, Guy Malloy. Hey, uh, awesome to chat today. I uh, really wish you and, and the girls all the very best as you build uh, towards France. Go well. Yeah, thanks, mate. Really appreciate it.